Hello, fellow lovers of all things green. I'm Mary Stone, and welcome to Garden Dilemmas, Delights, and Discoveries. It's not only about gardens, it's about nature's inspirations, about grasping the glories of the world around us, gathering what we learn from Mother Nature, and carrying these lessons into our garden of life. So let's jump in in the spirit of learning from each other. We have lots to talk about. Hello, fellow listeners. I'm giggling because Jolie came out with me on the screen porch. It is so warm and she is nestled into my beanbag chair, which I have to say is no longer mine. She is right before me being rather quiet, which is unusual. Anyway, thanks for joining me and thanks to those that reached back to me about your favorite plants and nooks and crannies. One that I hadn't considered that is such fun are the hens and chicks. You know, the ones that have mama plants that sprout those adorable babies. It's a succulent plant. They're they're good for zones 4 to 11, so good for most of us. And they run from a tiny little size to almost 4 or 5 inches wide. So choose the smaller ones and plant them with sedums that we spoke about last week. There's a column on the Garden Dilemma's website titled Succulent Garden, where the hens and chicks are featured. I'll include a link in the show notes. You may wish to check that out. Indeed, there are more plants for nooks and crannies than there are nooks and crannies. (laughs) So this week, I'd like to share a story written for the Easter edition of the newspaper. However, regardless of whether you celebrate Easter, the story relates to all of us who celebrate the miracles of new beginnings in spring. It's themed around a favorite early spring plant, pussy willows, often used in celebrations and decorations. And there are legends about pussy willows we'll talk about. The column is titled Easter Pussy Willows, and it starts like this. Hello, fellow listeners and readers. Outside the screened porch is a stump that was once a large pussy willow planted by the previous owners. It was in severe decline before we cut it down last fall. I felt sad having enjoyed the fuzzy puffs, typically about Easter time each year. Then they'd fall to the ground, creating a blanket for birds to pilfer to build their nests. The beloved pussy willow's bud-like puffs are, in fact, flowers. They are one of the first to bloom, providing essential food for early pollinators. Plus, they are hosts for several species of butterflies. It seems fitting that pussy willow flowers are called catkins. They are dioecious, which means the male and female reproductive organs are on different plants. The male catkins are more prominent and showier than the more demure and slender greenish females. Both are fuzzy to keep their personal parts warm in the late winter temps. Other plants also have catkins like birch, hickory, and chestnuts, but they aren't as cute and fuzzy. They say the name Pussy Willow comes from a legend of a mother cat on a riverbank crying over her kittens who had fallen in chasing butterflies. The willows lent a hand by bending their branches into the water for the kittens to grab onto. The fuzzy Pussy Willow blooms each spring are where the kittens once clung. Another version of the legend has to do with a farmer annoyed his barn cat had yet another litter of kittens, and opted to toss them in the river. Can't imagine that. Gratefully, the story has the same happy ending. Willow branches saved the kittens, and now we have spay and neuter programs. Thank goodness for that. Anyway, willows like damp soil, so planting them to soak up wetness is ideal. Preferably full sun, though they can take part shade, which means at least four hours of direct sun, primarily before midday, 
ours was likely the native pussy willow, Salix discolor, which is not a favorable landscape plant because it's prone to disease and considered messy, dropping twigs and branches. Salix caprea, native to Europe and Asia, is the pussy willow most commonly used, also known as goat willow. Capria means goat in Latin. The male catkins are more significant than the indigenous willow, one to two inches long and pinkish gray. They're so cute. They are so cute. Goat willow quickly grows 15 to 20 feet tall and wide and are ideal for screening or hedges and rain gardens in zones 4 to 8. They can handle wetness and drier soil more than other willows and they can grow under black walnut. So the goat willow is kind of neat because it can really handle more extreme variations between dryness and wetness. And they say if you cut them down to the ground every three to five years, you're going to maintain them as a smaller shrub or hedge. So they are very neat plants to have. Last spring, to my delight, shoots came from our pussy willow stump. But in early fall, the deer nibbled them down. According to the Rutgers Deer Resistant Plant List, it's rated C in deer resistance, which means occasionally severely damaged. But of course, once the foliage grows above deer browse height, you're safe to have them. So even in areas where deer are vicious, <laughs> or where deer are hungry, I should say, you can have willows. Still, I have hope a few shoots survive the winter and will grow to resurrect the beloved tree. It's become a tradition to include pussy willows in Palm Sunday services, especially in Slavic nations. Polish lore has it that Jesus walked through a forest, still stark in winter surrounds, on Palm Sunday. He asked his angels to collect fuzzy flowering branches of pussy willows, the first branches showing signs of new life. Yes, indeed. May we never forget or forsake the miracle and the blessings of hope as we celebrate the new season of growth. Garden Dilemmas? AskMaryStone.com So here's a fun tip. If you cut willow branches before the yellow pollen develops, and that would be of course the male catkins, and bring them inside as decorations, they'll dry and last for a good long time. Or you can put them in water and they'll easily root and make babies, which reminds me of a column inspired by Gloria of Columbia, New Jersey, that was way back in 2016, about her bouncing baby willow. The title of the column is called Rooting and Planting Willow Branches, and again, I'll include it in the show notes. But Gloria wrote in her two-part inquiry about rooting a branch from a curly willow bush used as part of her daughter's wedding centerpieces, and she wishes to start a baby willow to give to her daughter and son-in-law when they move into their new home. She managed to root a branch, but while waiting for them to find a home, the branch has grown into a 13-foot tree, Gloria said. Since I couldn't uproot and transport it to Baltimore, I decided to try another branch. Gloria is referring to the Salix mustudata, which is also known as the corkscrew willow, it's considered a medium-sized tree that grows about 30 feet high and 15 feet wide, I'd say. But its curly branches are so showy in winter, which you can see on the Garden Dilemma's website, of course, which makes them very popular, the curliness. So cool. She started another branch in water that rooted, but her bouncing baby willow died when she transplanted it. I suggested she wait until spring, as willows are easily rooted directly in soil, especially when coming out of dormancy. In her email, Gloria wrote, I took the chance and started to root another branch. It grew many roots, so I transferred it to a pot of dirt 
Just when I was about to give up on it, because all the leaves turned brown and died, I noticed tiny green shoots coming out of the branch. I feel like a new grandmother, she wrote. Gloria asked how best to keep her grandbaby branch alive. Is there any special soil I should use? So I wrote back, whether you're starting willows in soil or transplanting them from being rooted in water, it's best to use a 50-50 sand-to-soil mix. If the soil is too heavy, it can cause the cuttings to rot. Good drainage is essential also. Most important is not to let the soil dry out, as willows like moist feet. And that's especially true when they're first becoming established. Congratulations, Grandma, on your bouncing baby willow. Please send baby pictures. Garden Dilemmas? AskMaryStone.com Wasn't that a fun story? She never did send me baby pictures. I'll have to get after Gloria. Thanks so much for joining me today. I always look forward to it and look forward to hearing from more of you about how nature and gardens help heal and grow our lives. Also, I'd appreciate if you could subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already so it magically appears in your feed and share with your friends who you think may enjoy it as well so more can join us in this garden of life. Thanks so much. See you next time. You can follow Garden Dilemmas on Facebook or online at GardenDilemmas.com and on Instagram at hashtag Mary Elaine Stone. Garden Dilemmas, Delights, and Discoveries is produced by Alex Bartling. Thanks for coming by. I look forward to chatting again from my screen porch. And always remember to embrace the unexpected in this garden of life. Have a great day. Bye.